Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience. Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story. Welcome to the NDE. World Podcast, where we explore the magical, mystical, and spiritual world of near-death experiences. And now, Ashton Lewis and Daphne Lynn. Welcome back to the NDE World Podcast. I am your host, Ashton Lewis. And in the studio with me today, I'm my lovely hostess, Miss Daphne Lynn. Hello, Miss Daphne Lynn. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, baby. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. I think we uh I think we're gonna be probably wrapping up on the uh this little marathon we've been doing for the last few episodes, you know. So it looks like yeah, we're gonna have probably yeah. like four total. We've already done three on this particular subject, you know. Right. Ah, so we're gonna do one more and we'll probably do more down the road. It's just because it's such a popular, you know, topic and something you know exactly. really a lot of us are concerned with or Right. Yeah, it does affect a lot of us, and that is the topic of hell and the afterlife mm-hmm. and things like that. You know? Yeah, so, and, and the the comments from these experiencers has been outstanding. I oh, mean, it's incredible. You could tell spirit just was flowing through this the whole time. Yeah, there's a, a a synchronicity with all these comments too. You know, they're exactly all in, yeah. in harmony with each other. You know. Well, for those of you who are just visiting, welcome, welcome to the NDE World Podcast. Uh, those of you who are returning. Welcome back. And welcome back. Welcome back. Yay. And don't forget to go to the website, all of you guys, uh, for more information on who we are and what we do. Um, the website actually is nde.world. nde.world. Yeah. And you can go there and find all different types of subjects and topics and things like that on different episodes and podcasts and all of that good stuff. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. And uh, it's on the subject of hell. Well, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at the question real quick that was asked, and uh, we'll jump into the actual replies and the comments there. And I quote, the topic is hell. Uh, And this person asks, but I want this to be a discussion rather than just saying that there is no hell. Okay, and so they asked, uh, what did you learn in your NDE about hell? What is your perspective on hell? Why it's there or not there? And who would go there and why? So you can see how this is a pretty, pretty serious question. It's a really good question. Right, yeah. And of course, of course, they uh, topped it off with, "Please specify if you had an NDE near-death experience or not when you post." Now, let's be courteous and respectful of one another's view. Yeah, and you know, and the, there's uh, there's been just beauty in in these answers for this topic, and I appreciate um, the way the the questioner brought out be respectful of each other's views and this is from experience most of these comments have been from experience so it's something that it's not, not a up. belief system right most religion is a belief system because you don't really know you're just kind of exactly. taking everything on faith and reading it and, and that's it. why also in the question it said instead of just saying there is no hell because most of your experiencers come back saying there is no hell there is no religion Right. So that was stipulated in the very beginning of the question as well. Which is kind of like why a lot of these people who have actually had these experiences actually really go into a lot of detail in these comments. You can tell these are the people who have had actual experiences 
exactly. compared to those who may have read it in a book, you know, exactly. or just read a book or it's been indoctrinated maybe through their religion or so, you know, they, they don't really know good people, mm. you know, yes. but they, they're only going by, like you always say, blind faith. You're only going by what people are teaching you and telling you and all that. So it's yeah. th the difference between that and these near-death experiences that these are actual real life experiences and they're all over the world. And they're all in unison. Different, yes, all different backgrounds, and they're all in harmony. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the first one, Daphne. If you want to go ahead and take that first answer, the first comment in today's episode uh, to that actual question, and we'll just go ahead and break that down. Okay, so it says that people have been brainwashed for generations by those who wanted to have control over others' lives and prosper from laying guilt trips on others like believing in hell. Hell is a man-made concept. It has nothing whatsoever to do with a spiritual reality. Because of the conditioning from an early age about there being an actual place called hell, they are afraid not to believe in hell, fearful of going to a place of torment because of what they have done or did not do that they felt they should have. My question what kind of quote unquote unconditionally loving God of whom you are would create a place to punish you eternally? The truth is, God, source, whatever you want to call it, had nothing to do with creating what mankind calls hell. Religious dogma keeps the concept alive for the same reason it came into being to control people's lives and profit from laying guilt trips on their followers. I love how just up front in your face, hell is a man-made concept. We have to understand hell is a man-made construct. It's not part of life. Yeah. It's not part of the original creation of things. You know? We were covering that on yesterday's episodes, how... Tertullian? Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's the thought of that guy wanting to see the people who uh, went against what he thought and believed about things. He wanted right, to see opponents. them punished in a, a place of torment forever and him sitting up high laughing and loving the fact that they're hurting. Right. That is inhumane. That is horrible, the wrong kind of thinking for any human this to was have. A, this was a Catholic uh, pope. Or bishop, or one of those, one of the earlier Catholic, you know, leaders. You know, that, when that's you really horrible. get into it and, and look into it, you know, you understand that you know Christianity is a Catholic religion, okay? But they are claiming that they've taken it from the original Jesus and the original Christianity, and that they kept that, you know, alive. No, but it's 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 it goes deep. We're not even going to go down that avenue. Yeah, today, I mean, but it's, really, it's deep. really think about um, this statement. You know, you tell a lie long enough. It becomes the truth. It's not the truth, but the perceived notion of it being truth. Absolutely. And people know that, especially those who are running the world. They know, you know, indoctrination is powerful. If you if you show somebody enough, enough time, and the secret, catch them when they're young. Yeah. Catch them when they're young. Same thing with Earth. You know, uh, what is the, you know, most people when they go to school, when you're in school, you know, most, I'm talking about from kindergarten, first grade, whatever, what do you have a globe up on the on the desk. You know, to indoctrinate you that we are on a spinning ball flying through space to nothing. No, we're not. 
Earth is solid. Earth is fixed. Earth is level. <laughs> it's a construct. Yeah, it, it is here. It is not moving. You know, the, the other planets, what we call planets, the wandering stars and the sun and the moon, they all rotate above us. They're just, a, you know, a few thousand miles up. And I've spent years upon years into this. I'm not even going to go down that avenue. But the yeah. point is, when you catch somebody young enough and you put it in their head, and put it in their head, put it in their head, after a while, it becomes part of their belief system, you know. Right. And you don't even question it. You don't even question. Most people won't even question that we're, we're, they think we're on a ball. And well, that, well, that's what science has proven. No, science hasn't proven that. Right. You know? Yeah, it's just we have to. And there's a YouTube channel out here called this Unlearn the Lies. And that's what you have to do. You have to rewire all rewire. of your yep. belief system from birth up until your age that you are now. Um, look up Darius J. Wright. He covers what we were just talking about in depth from from his out of body experience. Out of body experiences, what he has been shown about the Earth plane, even the Earth. Yeah, yeah. This guy has been having OBE since he was a child, and he's he's you know at the age of sixteen he he kind of started really going back into it and really started trying to control it. To the right. point of it just became something that he, he can control at will to right. go off into that other world. But he's come back and said, you know, time again, yes, absolutely, Earth is flat. Earth is a level plane, and it is inside of a firmament. We are inside of a, some kind of a dome type, you know, something. You but can look we're at the not stars. the only one, according to his drawings. It's, really it's, it's many, many dimensions, yeah. like that's even within this construct of Earth and, you know, the, the firmament, right. the stars yeah. and the planets, you know. Even within this construct, there are multiple dimensions yeah. and spiritual dimensions that we can't even see. You know, so yeah, it, it gets deep. But yeah, there's another subject for another episode. Exactly. So. Yeah. Well, uh, back to the the comment here. I like the part here, uh, Daphne, where this person asked the question. Mm-hmm. Now, if we are all under the impression or, or taught that God is love, God and is unconditional are. love. Okay, and that we are God, we are a part of that. Okay. I like how this person brought out here. It says, what kind of unconditionally loving God of whom you are, okay, would create a place to punish you eternally? Would you like to comment on that? Because that is, that's a hang-up for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, and and honestly, it's a very well-put question. And it, we have covered it, um, I think, on yesterday's. We, we actually commented on this as well. But um, when I was young, uh, my family was taking me to church to, you know, in, incorporate religion into our lives. Um, the, acknowledge the spiritual side of us. You know, that was, that was my red flag to what religion taught. Yeah. You know, have, it took years to find the answer to that. But, you know, when you ask something, it, it will come to you. It may take a while. But you, you'll learn the answer sooner or later. Especially if you're persistent. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what about this part right here? It says that the truth is that God, or source, had nothing to do with creating what mankind calls hell. Mm-hmm. And they always blame it on God. Well, God's going to torture you there. He's going to torment you. He's going to punish you there, you know, because your sin. Well, start off with the sin. Start off as wicked. Start off as enemies. Now, Jesus, if you don't believe in Jesus, you're going to go burn in hell. It's a joke. It really is when you really and, uh, and then it's you get, for control. Then I you've mean, got the yeah. uh, religions out there that teaches. Well, hell is just the grave, you know. Well, hell is you know what's the word uh, analogous with uh, Hades and Sheol, Hebrews, right. you know, and Sheol. Um, so 
but it's it's more than just the grave. It's a um, it's a lot of things to a lot of people, you know, and it's not really something one specific thing that you can say. Like Yeshua you can say, says that like the sun, you can look at the sun, you know, that's the sun. But you have right. so many different concepts of hell. Yeah, in, in the book of the Nazarene, what death is? It, he Yeshua says in the book of the Nazarene that death is the doorway to life, not to grieve over those who have transitioned. Especially if they are doing right, if they're living a, a life that they're supposed to. Read the full comment there. Right. You know, so if you just say that death is the doorway to life, that could be for everybody. Well, yeah, you can look at it like that. He specifically said death is a doorway to life for those who are living in the law, those who are walking in the way. Those who are keeping that vibration up high, those who are eating right, those who are loving, they're pouring out that God. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a certain level of vibration that these people are living at. There are things we're all going to have to deal with from our actions on this side, you know, in a loving way. It may not be what we've all been taught, but whatever, but you're still going to have to go through certain things. You may have to recuperate from all the stuff you've done. You may have to really, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I hear a lot of stories, you know. Right. But uh, it's a whole different scenario mm-hmm. on the other side than it is here. It is. And the last part of this comment here, I like it says that religious dogma, okay, that's your religions, and their belief systems, uh, keeps the concept alive for the same mm-hmm. reason it came into being, to control people's lives and profit from laying guilt trips on their followers. Any comments on that? Mm, I'm just going to leave that one alone because uh, <laughs> we've, been, we've been saying that for a while. Yeah. yeah. So it's it, again, it's a power thing. I, I remember years ago, I hearing a story where this uh, this preacher was telling this lady about her husband. You know, uh, uh, he had died, and he was actually in hell. And she to- he told her that her husband was in hell, but as long as as long as she kept paying or tithing, she could buy his okay, way out. Yeah, but he uh, he told her that the the devil, either the devil or the demons, has him by the hair of the head, holding him over the flames of hell dipping him into them fires as long as she's paying. I mean, stick with me now. I know that's stupid as it sounds, but this is the truth. Uh, holding him over the fires of hell, and as long as she's paying him, they won't drop him in, okay? Now, and she looked at him, she said, He ain't got no hair. That's how what it was. Yeah. She said, I don't know how that can happen. She's, he, she said, what are you talking about? He said, well, my husband's bald. You know, he don't have no hair. <laughs> you know, so anyway, I, I don't know. It's... It's a power thing. It's, yeah. it's all made up to control your minds. Don't let it influence you. Don't let it control your mind. Just be the best version that you can be. Exactly. Love all, harm none. It's that simple. It is. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the next one here, Miss Daphne. Would you like to go ahead and uh, maybe read that next comment there? Sure. Of course. It says, free will is a free gift. God would not have given us free will if he didn't love us enough for us to have it. God would not have given us something free because he loved us if he was going to hold it against us. Same thing we were saying earlier. The only consequence we face as a result of doing wrong is the one we put on ourselves. The life review. More proof that there is no condemnation. There is only a loving God. Very good. Well, that's got a lot of stuff, and and it really makes a lot of sense too, Daphne. You know, if you have free will, God gave you free will. And it says here that you wouldn't have this free will, okay, if you weren't loved enough to be able to have the free will and to do what you need to do. You have to learn how to do these things, you know. And you can't abuse free will. I believe. I believe you can abuse it. 
you know, I think you have to learn and have a, an actual, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You have to be active in learning. You, as long as you are persistently learning and growing, mm-hmm. I, I think you'll you'll be fine. But you can't sit back and, you know, let the world pass you up and, you know, maybe ride on the, the shoulders of your religion and just, you know, point the finger at everybody else while the whole time you're just, you know, mm-hmm. rotting inside. You really need to put forth the effort as an individual to better yourself and, and right. get on a good vibration. You know, start eating right. Start, you know, moving that body more. Get out more. Start loving more. Healthy, just a whole healthy lifestyle. That means spiritual. That means physical. That means emotional. That means mental. That means, you know, it's going to keep you on a certain vibration. And what vibration you're at when you die, from what I understand, will affect where you're going to be at on the next side. Exactly right. You so. know, so... You know, and and looking at this, I mean, it's been brought out in other comments throughout this uh, three or four episodes we've done here that, you know, God would not have given us something free because he loved loved us if he was just going to hold it against us. I mean, really think about that. He gives you free will, but because you don't do what he says, he's going to punish you now because of giving you that free will. Well, I think what we have to understand to go with that thought, Daphne, is that God has been personified. Mm-hmm. Okay, when, when once something is personified, personified means turned into a person, okay? We as humans, we have to do stuff like we don't understand God, okay? We don't understand the spiritual. Maybe we're supposed to a lot more than what we do, okay? But that's hearsay, okay? The truth is we don't. The truth is we live in this physical world and we have a physical mindset and a lot of us forget who we are. We forget our divinity. We forget our path. We forget on our purpose of life. We, we do. We, uh, you know, a lot of, of us do. So within that context, um, you know, when you personify something, okay, and I, I've even noticed here in your comments and stuff like that, you know, we have to be careful of even the personification mindset because we are still saying God as a he, God as a person, God is he's he, it's a he, it's out there. Right. We have to understand and stop stop saying that. He, that, he, that, say I. I am. I am. We are. I am. We are. And, you know, if God is all, if God is source, if God is spirit, then you, God is not a he. So the, when we say God is a he, that God, he did this, he did that, he right. did that, we are speaking from a uh, an indoctrinated mindset of a personification of a deity. Okay, right. if God is spirit and God is all, then God is not a person, you know. So if it's right. not a person, then we can't give it the he pronoun, okay? Exactly, you're right. And and, and God is both male and female or masculine mm-hmm. and feminine, however you want to look right. at masculine, it. Right, masculine and feminine, the um, energies. Mother the, and father, you know. Right. So when you really look at it from that perspective, and then we are the children of that if we're all... Everything is life. Everything is growing. We are the offspring of the the mother father energies. You know, mm-hmm. that's what the magic is. Then uh, you need to learn how to live like a god. In other words, not that not an ego god. Okay, not that hey, I am God. Bow before me. No, no, that no, is not what that means. That's egotistical. Yeah. Yeah. No, what God means means you like Jesus. If you love Jesus, if you're a Christian, then He was a role model 
for what God is. Okay, then you walk the walk like He walked. And, that's and why He continues. What He talked and taught, you know, all of that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why He continually said, "The Father and I are one." Right. I mean, and I pray that they all were one. <laughs> Did right. He not say that right there in Be John seventeen? One mind, oneness. Yeah, sh- this is something He taught. Stating right there that we are one with everything on this plane. Do unto others. Love or should, all. I, should I say in this universe? Because the plane is just the 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 physical that we walk upon, and and the sky above us, right? Yeah. And so the universe would be everything outside of that. Actually, the universe would be everything. Yeah. You, me, things we don't see, hear, there, all of this out here. Universe the is seen and is unseen. Everything, from what I understand. But now we're talking about multiverses. So, you know, universe is like there's one verse that contains everything. Now there's this, you know, some of this quantum theory stuff coming out that multiverses, you know. So it really gets you thinking. And and even you know? these and even happening happening right now as we speak. There's there's other multiple other multiple di- uh, dimensions that are taking place from what I understand. But I don't know. But I'm learning it, and a lot of it, it does resonate. It does make sense, you know. It does most definitely. Because really, all we know is what we've been taught and indoctrinated as children growing up in school right. system and the education system, which is a joke. Right, and even these indie ears come back talking about uh, the multiverse and everything existing, you know, in different realms, and but yet at the same time, that's <sighs> what my mind goes. Well, gears go to grinding, and it's yep. like, whoa, let me stop and really meditate on this because it it can be very deep. It's one of those things that. Put your boots on, y'all, because it's going to get deep. <laughs> going to get deep. Yeah, but just really trying to wrap my mind around that, that everything is existing at the same time, uh, but in different dimensions. and, and Yeah, because wow. here in the physical plane, we're creatures of linear time. I mean, we things are kind of in a row, in a linear fashion. You know, we look at, you know, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. That's kind of like how we've been conditioned and programmed. But from what I understand, on the other side, it's it's not like that. It's a whole different concept of time. And it's almost like time doesn't exist, or it's just a, a different form of what we would even call what we time. Perceive it's, it's time. It's definitely yeah. not like what we, we have here, from what I understand. Okay, moving on along. So this next comment, I'll go ahead and read it. It says that um, this next comment, I mostly agree, but I have also come to think that if you refuse to engage in the life review, which is shown to you by the light or the source or love, which you call God. And you can, which is free will. But to turn away from the light of truth means to turn to the darkness away from source. Staring into the abyss of darkness is where your worst ideas about yourself, the reality you just left, and the experience you just had manifest into the kind of self-inflicted torment Similar to the experience with severe depression. Which could be hell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's that free will. You know, I, I've never heard of anyone uh, not going through their life review from the Neither. experiences. But, I mean, I have heard it stated and read that, you know, because of free will, you can refuse to Perfect. go through your life review. But yeah. I haven't really heard of anyone doing it. Actually, refusing, yeah. Yeah, so that is that is new to me, the actual life review refusal. refusal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me get you thinking. Let me get you thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on along. Would you like to take that next uh, comment there, Miss Daphne? Sure. The body contains the ego, which is a built-in mechanism to keep spirit energy 
in matter form, fight or flight in most physical life forms. Our egos have evolved away from having to keep us alive so much as to constantly reinforce our separateness. Though if stress hormones are triggered too hard for too long, that is when we see things like anxiety and panic attacks, quote unquote, ego turned against us. We will die. Ego dies too. It does not come with us. There is no little me voice to justify all the negative words and deeds we did while in the body. We have to watch our life review with complete honesty from the perspective and heart of those we said or did to them. For even those who would generically consider themselves good, that can be very a very painful experience. It was for me and changed the way I deal with people. Yes, you hear that a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. All right, let's talk a little bit about the ego here. It says that the body contains the ego, which is a built-in mechanism to keep spirit, energy, and matter form. Interesting. What is the ego? Uh, it's really the the soul. I know you're gonna, you you want to give me the acronym part here, but uh, about, how do you know that? I, I just, <laughs> just, it's just a wild guess. But really, the ego is just you know how the soul identifies itself, how you identify yourself in this world. And a lot of people say destroy the ego or the ego's bad. All this, no, it's not. You know, you just need to get the ego under control. And, uh, right. and make sure it's not influenced so much from the you know, the world or the dark side or that negative energy. You know, take mm-hmm. it and, and 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 keep it in a good way. But a lot of people, when you think of ego, it has a very negative connotation. Oh, he's got an ego. Uh, yeah, well, probably does. If if he's more to himself or herself or whatever, there there is that part of the ego. You know, a lot of people say you got to destroy the ego, but I'm I'm kind of with a lot of others out there. Say like even like Darius, you had mentioned earlier. You know, no. Ego is, you, you just have to have, have a healthy ego. You need to be able to have all that under control. Exactly. Because you know? you, you've got to function here in the world. You've got to have that means to be able to function. Like it says here, that's tied in with the, the matter, the body, the physical, you know. But it's not who you are. It's just how you relate to yourself here in this incarnation, you know. Exactly. Well, that, yes, to follow up with, that to follow it with the acronym that I was going to say. What oh, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. ego? ego. Yes. Edge got out. Exactly. <laughs> and and that's what we've done with this physical form. We have edged God out and taken on our own identity separate from our divinity. Right. And that goes in with what I was telling you a while ago. Everybody's saying he, he, he. No. Just no say the divine. Say I. Yeah. And if you can start speaking in that that first person, I am life, I am alive, I am source, I am God here having this experience, I am a spiritual being, I am, I am, I am. I can be that that I am. Don't even say that I can be. that that I I am. am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that there in Genesis 3, I am that. I am. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So next uh, comment here says, nothing is pure evil. If it has the capacity to love and be loved. To me, love is the answer to everything. Someone as, quote unquote, evil as Mussolini still had the capacity to love, whether it's his dog or a wife. But when you bring heartbreak, destruction, devastation, and death, there will be consequences. Hell? No. But your essence must right the wrongs you have done to this world. Nice. Exactly. That ties in with that life review. Reminds me of anyway. Right. So what do you think about this? 
nothing is pure evil. Okay, so even even like it used at Mussolini, we know his he's got a history like uh, I don't know, like Hitler or something. These guys are they, mm. these were like the big players in the destruction world, you know. Right. But it says they still have the capacity to love. You know, if they had a exactly, wife, yeah. they had moms and dads and sisters and Family. brothers and families, yeah. kids, dogs, cats. You know, so they probably still had that. But like it's brought out here because of this world we live in, you know, when you throw this kind of stuff into the mix, you know, people go through heartbreaks and destruction and devastation and death and all. It's going to affect you in a way that could turn you into something that you're not, you know. So you don't know what these people have been through that's caused all this major destruction and all. We don't know. It's not for us to say. It's not for us to say, well, Hitler's in hell. Huh? You're getting what he's deserved. How do you know that? Mm-hmm. How do you know that? When did you, you know, uh, decide to take the position of, you know, God and take over and, and, and call him the shots? No, you don't. You don't. You just don't. And it just reminds me of soul contracts. Why people experience this or that in their life and deem it good or deem it bad. I mean, it is all just life, existence, experiences. It's probably because it's something that you need to grow as a soul. If you come here and exactly. you, you got a, like a really tough life or somebody didn't do this or you had to deal with that or whatever, or what, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, from what I understand, everything is happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing is out of place in, in the sense. Everything is right where it needs to be. But right. I really don't know. I mean, because I you can know, look around and see both good and bad in the world. I do, too. And you know what comes to my mind is um, the homeless. Okay, we have had dealings recently with some homeless people and looking at what they may have been through in their lives to be where they are at the moment. A lot of people is going to look at them and say, Oh my gosh, poor pitiful them. They don't have this. They don't have that. But really stop and think really, they don't have the worries that a lot of us have with the responsibility of upkeep of everything. I mean, their life is really simplified. Yeah, in, I mean, in a lot of ways, that is a good perspective. It's it's a true, pers- a true perspective, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just different ways to look at different things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's and, and you know, coming and talking to these people really is amazing because when you come up to them, you think they're just going to be just depressed and just down and out and just miserable sounding people. But the majority of them are very upbeat. They're in really good spirits. And, you know, if you help them out, you know, oh, thank you. And even if you don't, just coming up talking to them, I mean, they really appreciate it. Yeah, I think most of humanity has gotten caught up in the corporate world, caught up in the the business world, the money world, the the commerce world. The, oh, yeah. It's all about the almighty dollar. It's no more about almighty God, you know, and. You know, and that's what's what's wrong with people. They're, they're so about themselves. Um, they don't really have that empathy for others as as they should. All of us, you know, should have more than what we do. Uh, mm-hmm. And you see that. You see that the fruition of that taking place around the world. That love is dying off. You know, there you do have some growing and in, in, in that movement of people starting to wake up and acknowledge exactly. it as well. I think the ones that have been through some kind of NDE or OBE or having an awakening, a spiritual awakening, they are resonating on such a higher level than a lot of mankind and are able to raise 
Earth's vibration itself because of that, all the negative, the, right, the balance. The conscious, the, conscious, the uh, uh, what do you call it? The um, the group consciousness. There's yeah, a word for the that. Collective. Uh, collective. Consciousness, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's true. If you get the more the more of the collective you get to go doing yeah. the right thing because more. Because when you see it all as love and you're all one, that just, it connects. It, it's the oneness that's out there. I mean, and when you connect with that oneness, it, it grows and strengthens. Yeah. So it raises that love level and helps everything and everyone. That is that Christ, the Christ consciousness, that consciousness. Yes, some rising. people call it Christian consciousness. Yeah. So, all right, we've got a, a couple more little short ones right here. We'll go ahead and uh, read them real quick here, and then we'll go ahead and wrap things up. This one says that I was told on the other side that all souls are redeemable, and the plan is that they will all return to the light eventually. Some may take centuries. Beautiful. Okay, so exactly. I mean, we hear so many of these indie ears coming back talking about everyone is welcome. Yeah. Everyone. Right. It just may take more time for each one of us to get to where we need to get. Right. You know, but, but Jesus said that in the, in the Gospel of the Nazarene. You know, you come here, you learn, and then when you go to the other side, you know, you'll make sense of it, do what you got to do. And then you can come back and then you have to, you know, you have to work on you as a, as a soul, as a complete right, soul. So right. that's what you're here for. You're to learn these lessons. If you don't learn it, you're going to come back and do it again for what I understand. You know, mm. and when you do learn it, then you get to grow on to your next lesson and your next, you know, it's how you eventually get to that God consciousness, that God like right. mindset, like Jesus and Yeshua and all those. So, yeah. So it's remind what you're saying there is reminding me of one of the comments throughout the, these three or four episodes is that it took one person 800 lives just to conquer jealousy, jealousy. alone. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, really think about that. You're going to come, if you're working on a lesson, it may take a while. Right. But, I mean, think about 800 years compared to eternity. Yeah. I mean, time doesn't matter because yeah, everybody doesn't know what it's like to live like this or to live like that or to be this or to be that you don't you don't have a complete of what it's like to be all things you don't you know what it's like to be you but do mm -hmm. you really have what it's like to to be everybody no nah, it, it takes a ways and it takes a while to get to that point exactly and that's what you got your yeshua's and your jesus and your all these masters it, that, that's what they've done yeah and they came back and showed us how to do it too it starts in the mind starts with a diet Harmonic. starts with conscious decisions on doing right okay well let's go ahead and wrap things up i like this one right here daphne to be honest with you and this this really does wrap it up and and i feel the same way and um would you like to go ahead and read this last uh this last comment right here and then we'll just go ahead and wrap up on commenting on it yeah it's and it is a really good one and and very to the point and it says what is not commonly known is that the life review can and should be started right here right now know thyself and really think about that if you're living in harmony living in love doing good and being kind you're not going to have a whole lot to, to face a on the other review. side yeah you have a more beautiful life review exactly which start will start it, put you at a different vibration start it right here right now that is a beautiful and wonderful statement to end the, the four series that's on that's right that's right yeah. this is number four of that of the series yes, yeah it, very, is. it is a very very good way to wrap it up you know i like that and again we've, we've said that many times here on, on this podcast that uh you know fix what you can fix now if you've harmed yes. somebody go fix it 
you know, maybe hard, but go fix it now. Because you can fix it. If not, you're going to have to face it later. <laughs> so why not do what you can do now? Uh, fix anything that you've broken. Uh, right all the wrongs. Anybody you've harmed or hurt, you know, fix all that stuff. And, and, and love from here on out. You know, make the choice to live. And uh, a loving, consciously choosing to love and serve others. A life live, of servitude. Live a peaceful life of servitude and gratitude, of course. Exactly, yeah. Love all, harm not. That's right. Absolutely. And I love that statement. It is so beautiful, and, and we do need to live that way. Yeah, that's the way it is. It's that simple. Love all, harm not. It raises the vibration. There you go. Absolutely. Speaking of, we love you all so much, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget to visit the website, nde.world, for more information. And until next time, uh, we love you guys so much. May peace be with you all. And uh, I guess we're going to go ahead and just wrap things up. Ms. Daphne, you've got any kind of final comments here? If not, we're going to go ahead and, uh, I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Sounds good. Sounds uh, good. No, um, just always, you know, be kind to each other. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Live, laugh, love. Love you all, guys. Peace be with you all. Until next time. Y'all let you like shine. For information about the NDE World Podcast, visit nde.world.com. That's N-D-E dot world.